Hey, good morning, everyone. Today's sharing is just going to be from me. Andrea received her second dose of the vaccination yesterday, so she's feeling a little bit of the side effects today. Please pray for her speedy recovery as we should be flying out at 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning for a few days in Ann Arbor. Please also pray for that housing trip as well. Hopefully, we'll have some good news to share when we get back. On a related note, because we're going to be out in Ann Arbor, most likely this will be the last podcast for this week, but we should be back starting on Tuesday next week. So let's go ahead and get started. Well, today's text comes to us from Psalm 40, and the basic structure of the psalm is a recounting of God's mercy in the past, as well as a new opportunity to experience God's mercy, both of which which leads David to be able to experience that mercy once again, and then to praise God, as well as to lead others to praise God as well. I thought about how that structure is actually kind of true to our lives, that we have opportunities, these moments in our lives where we go back and we experience God's mercy, and then we can then go and praise Him. But there comes another opportunity down the road to do so again and again. So in this first section, in verses 1 through 4, David talks about how God heard David's cry and drew him from that pit of destruction out of that miry bog and then set his feet upon the solid rock. I thought about how this description that David provides is such an apt picture of God's deliverance and his salvation work for all of us. It's a perfect description of what it actually looks like and feels like to be stuck in our sin. When I think about my own personal story, I was someone who was totally stuck in my miry bog and headed for destruction. I didn't grow up in church, so I didn't have any real sense of morality or right or wrong besides what I saw in the media, and, and that probably wasn't a very good source for what morality should be. So all of those things define my morals, or lack thereof. I know for me, I wanted to make it big, to make something of my life, to matter, and I developed a rather cold and callous view towards other people, that they are people that I was willing to step over, manipulate, or take advantage of in order to get what I wanted or where I wanted to go. And those things were like power, influence, or even just things like pleasure. I think if God hadn't saved my life in the senior year of college, I would be in such a terrible place right now. Had I actually succeeded in becoming someone, I would have left a trail of victims along the way, and I would have become an utterly hollow shell of a person. But had I not succeeded, I would have likely fallen into a deep despair over the meaninglessness of my life and what I've done and accomplished, and neither of those things are a good ending scene of a movie. But God, being rich in mercy, saved me while I was a sinner. He literally pulled me out from that bog, set my feet upon the solid rock of the gospel truth, which was that there's a God, He's holy, He cares about me and my actions, but He wants to forgive me. Indeed, God put a new song in my mouth, and that song is a song of praise and thanksgiving. I think for all of us, all of our stories are different to be sure, but all of our stories are ultimately a story of praise towards God in terms of how He saved each and every one of us. And because we have personally experienced that the Lord is good, we then can tell other people to come and see, come and find out about this God who saved us. And I think that this idea is very encouraging as we think about going out to Michigan. What does it look like to proclaim the gospel? What qualifies you? What enables you to be able to do it? Do you need to be able to speak well, have winsome, persuasive arguments, be able to crack jokes or hold a good conversation? Well, of course those things help, but really those things are tangential compared to that primary thing we need, which is that personal story of God's salvation in our lives. And each one of us has that story. Each one of us can sing that song of praise. And that's something that's very encouraging as we go out to Michigan. 
taking a look at verse 6, taking a little bit of a hard turn here, but David says, In sacrifice and offering you have not delighted. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you have not required. I was really struck by this verse again and this reminder that God wants us to really understand. What is it that God is interested in? He's not as interested in those burnt offerings or the things that we bring to the altar. Although it's really interesting that time and time again, we think that's what God wants. He wants our service. He wants us to do something, bring something to Him. Because when He looks at those things, He cares about those things. But in actuality, He doesn't care so much about those things as He cares about us and he cares about us relating to him in truth. God reminds us again and again, the things that he actually delights in is like in Psalm 51, which states, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. In other words, God ultimately delights in us relating with him, but always in truth. I thought about this past week's MBS message in Psalm 32, the nature of true blessing. Blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven whose sins are covered by God. Blessed is the one who does not have that deceitful spirit. To be right with God, to be honest in who we are, this is what pleases God. Why? It's because that's what it means to actually relate with someone. You have to relate with them in truth in order to have an honest and robust relationship. To be honest about who we are and our true situation, which then leads us to say, Oh Lord, have mercy on me. And what happens when we're honest about who we are? Well, then we know God is pleased to deliver. He did that in the past. He will continue to do that in our lives every single day. He makes haste to help. So I hope today's DT was a reminder of your own personal salvation story of God's great deliverance. And that is the very thing that qualifies you to be a gospel proclaimer, as well as the reminder to each and every one of us to start our day by being right before God. Because when we are right before him about who we are, he is delighted to cover each and every one of us. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day.